0: detective starring the world's greatest living magician, Blackstone. He tells you the inside story of the icy touch. Right after the story, Blackstone will explain tricks that you yourself can perform, reveal the guarded secrets of the world's greatest living magician. Stand by for Blackstone, the magic detective. Well, where should I put this Blackstone? Over there in the cabinet. It uh, looks rather impressive, doesn't it? Have you got something new, Blackstone? A new magic of some kind? Oh, hello, Don. No, no. This medallion in itself has no magic power. But it was magic that helped Blackstone get it. Real magic. Oh, so it seems. Well, this sounds like a story, Blackstone. Tell me about it. Go on, Vector. All right, Rhoda. Don, have you ever heard of Herbert Maybrook? Why, isn't he one of the greatest collectors of the arts in this country? I could think about the greatest. Why, that medallion alone is worth 50,000 bucks. And that, in case you didn't know it, Don Hancock is a lot of dough. Oh, I know that all right. Blackstone, you don't mean to tell me that Maybrook gave you that medallion. You must know where the body is buried. No, you knew where the medallion was buried. Ah, look, suppose you go on with the story, Blackstone. Your gal pride is getting me more than some are confused. All right, I will. Last night, Rhoda and I were invited out to the Maybrook mansion to do some magic for a selected group of Maybrook's friends. When we got there, Maybrook was showing the medallion to his dick. There it is, the Maybrook Medallion. Oh, my God, isn't it beautiful? It's beautiful. What made you show sure it tonight, Maybrook? You've never done it before. I know it. But all of you are friends of mine, and I knew I could trust you. What a thing as valuable is that. Couldn't anyone who stole it sell it to another collector on a no questions asked basis? Yes, I'm afraid they could. Collectors are a funny breed of cattle, Miss Benjamin. They'll want some particular object so much that they'll forget morals, decency, and honesty just to possess it. Would you like to hold it? Thanks. Oh, thank God. just think of me standing here holding something worth 50,000 bucks in my hand. Oh, I me to We'll take it, somebody. <laughs> oh, uh, let me see it. A wonderful thing, isn't it, Mr. Blackstone? Yes, I've always loved these early Greek medals here, Maybrook, you better put this away. Oh, I I have an idea. Yes? What What is it? Mr. Blackstone is going to do some tricks for us tonight. He's the world's greatest magician, and this is the world's greatest medallion. Oh, no, Maybrook, Don't ask me to do a trick with anything as valuable as this. I'm used to working with nickels and diamonds. The medallion is bigger than most coins. Hey, if you mean by that that you don't think Blackstone can do the trick with it, you're crazy. Easy there, Rhoda. Yeah, go on, Blackstone. Show them that you can, too, do a trick with it. Well, the responsibility is yours, Maybrook, if anything happens. Nothing will happen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Blackstone will make the medallion vanish into thin air. How about letting all of us see it just uh, once more? All right with you, Blackstone? Of course. Is that thing really worth all that gold? Yes, it is. It's the only one of its kind in the world. Gosh, and I held it. All right, Mr. Kenbury, you're the last to look at it. Shall we go on with the trick, Mr. Maybrook? Fine. Have you everything you need, Blackstone? Yes, I think so. Here's a goblet. Uh, I'll put the medallion into it. Oh, uh, may I have a plate, please? Of course. Here you are. Thank you. Now, can everybody see the medallion in the goblet? Yes. Now, I'll put the plate on the top of the goblet. The medallion is still inside the glass, is it not? Yes, it's there, all right. I just want to make sure that everybody sees it. I don't want to be accused of trickery, you know. This really is magic. If you can make that medallion disappear, it will really be magic. I can never fear. Now, Mr. Maybrook, will you please tie me to this chair? Rhoda has some rope in that bag. Oh, uh, here it is. Oh, but they're tying you with your own rope, Blackstone. Well, then, after I'm tied, Mr. Kendrick, <coughs> pardon me, you, you may come and hold me so you can make doubly sure that I don't leave this chair. Fair enough? Yes, that's fair enough. All right, Miss Maybrook, start tying me up, will you? Right. I'll put the rope around here and here, through the arms of the chair. Fine. Around again and tie another knot. That do it? I defy anyone to get out of that mass of ropes. What do we do now? Well, now, if everyone is sure that I'm completely tied up so that I cannot escape... I would like to have you turn out the lights. Then, in the dark, I will cause that medallion to vanish out of the glass into thin air. Well, that's quite a trick if you can do it. Now, if you stand over here and hold on to my shoulders, Mr. Kenbury. All right. Huh? Yeah, I've got you. All ready, then. Turn out the lights, Mr. Maybrook. Right. Now, while the lights are out, I will cause the medallion to vanish. One, two, stop Turn those lights on. Be quick about it. There. What, what's the matter, Blackstone? The medallion's gone. Well, <laughs> that's quite a trick. How did you it? I was holding you all the time. You never left this chair. Mr. Maybrook, your medallion has vanished, yes, but not by magic. Oh, come now, Blackstone. No, I mean it. Someone else took that medallion from the garbage. Why, is this a joke, Mr. Blackstone? It's not a joke. Mr. Maybrook, your medallion has been stolen. Impossible. These people are friends And I suggest thing. that you yes. search your guests. And start with Mr. Kenbury. Quick, serve him. He's going out the door. Shine here, Blackstone. Take your hand off me, you. The medallion. You got it, Mr. Label? Yes. I'm tiny Over. Yes. It was in Kenbury's pocket. You're sure it is your medallion? Of course I'm sure. I'd know it anywhere. He. he palmed the coin and hid it on me. We were working together. It was a scheme of Blackstone's and mine to hide the medallion, and then he got frightened. He wanted to frame me. That's true, I swear. it. No, that's not true. You have no proof. Oh, yes, I have. And here it is. Another medallion. Just like mine. Only, only this is a copy. And not a very good one. How on earth? Kenbury tried an old trick, Mr. Maybrook. A very old trick. How did he do it? Explain, Mr. Blackstone. He had been planning to steal your medallion for a long time, and he had a duplicate made. Tonight, after everyone had looked at the medallion, he switched the false one for the real one. I knew this, and I found the false one, claiming that I had not yet done it. I knew that a search would be made, and that the original would be found on the person who'd stolen it. That's all there was to it. Mr. Blackstone, I can't thank you enough for all you did for me tonight. <laughs> So, another mystery was solved by magic. A $50,000 mystery. Yes, but I still don't see how you palmed the false medallion. Oh, that was simple. Oh, sure, but how? I palmed that before I was tied up. People were so busy looking at me being bound that they stopped staring at the glass and the medallion. It's an old magician's trick. And a good one, if you can work it. But uh, there's one more thing I'd like to know. Anything done, that is, anything that isn't a magician's secret. Well, how did you know that Timberry was the guilty person? That was easy, too. Just like palming that coin was easy. How? Everyone in the room had handled that medallion, you remember? It had passed from one warm palm to another. But when Timberry handed it to me... The medallion was cold. You see, the coin should have been worn by the hands it had touched. Kenbury handed me a medallion cold, so I knew that he was the one who switched it. Well, that's quite a story, Blackstone. And now, uh, you have the medallion? No, I have the duplicates. Mr. Maybrook gave it to me as a souvenir. And a very nice one, too. Well, Blackstone, how about explaining a trick to us as a souvenir? Fine. I've got a good one. That ties right in with the medallion story. I'm still thinking about that adventure of yours, Blackstone. Now tell me, could you really have made the medallion vanish? You ask, could he vanish a mere medallion? Why, of course. Blackstone vanishes me in every show. And you always come back, brother, just like the medallion did. Well, I've got a trick that you can do yourself, Don. Only instead of medallions, I'll use ordinary coins. Borrowed coins, as usual, Blackstone? No, this time I use some of my own. A dozen ordinary pennies. The only reason I use my own pennies is because i have pick ones of different dates. Well, what do you want us to do? Remember the date? No, only one date, Rhoda. Now, here go the pennies and the hat. Oh. Well, what do we do now? Pick a coin? That's right. Now, wait till I turn my back. Then take any coins from the hat and look at the date. All right, here goes. Hmm. Let me see which side of the penny is the date on. Oh, here it is. I have it. Now, hand the coin to Don and let him look for the date, too. Want us to tell you where it is? Oh, no. No, I'll tell you. Well, what do I do with this penny? Keep it? No, toss it back in the hat with the other coin. Okay, there. Now what? Shake the hat to make the coins thoroughly. All right, that's enough. Now, give me that hat. Yes. Sure. Now, you and Don concentrate on the date of the coin you chose. I'll hold each coin to my forehead until the vibrations from your minds tell me that I'm holding the coin you chose. Nope. Not this one. Now, this may be the right one. No, nope. this is the right date. Another coin. No, nope. not this one. One more. Ah, I'm getting warmer. I'll take a look at this coin. The date is 1936, am I right? Right. Why, yes. Take the coins, Rhoda. And now see if you can figure it out. If you can't, I'll be back in a moment to tell you how. Blackstone? I'm still puzzling over the coin trick, Blackstone. Well, you shouldn't be, Rhoda. Why not? Don't you remember how I solved the riddle of the stolen medallion? Why, yes, you noticed that the duplicate medallion was cold. Well, what has that got to do with the coin trick? I practically told you when I did the trick. Remember what I said when I found the chosen coin? Yes, you said you were getting warmer. That's right, and I was getting warmer. I had just found the warm coin in the hat. Now I'm beginning to get it. I'm not very bright, I guess. But don't you see, Rhoda? All the coins in the hat were cold at first. Exactly. But when Rhoda took one from the hat and handled it, it began to warm up. And then you had her hand it to me, which made it still warmer. That's right. And the more people, the easier the trick. Huh? Absolutely. After you tossed the coin back into the hat, all I had to do was to take the coins out one by one until I felt a warm one. So that's a swell trick, Blackstone. Like easy to learn and easy to do. Anyone can try it right now, can't they? Of course they can. All they need is a handful of coins, pennies, nickels, dimes, as long as the dates are different. But uh, here's a little hint to go with it. Oh, what's that? Get the coins really cold at first. Set them on a plate and put them in the ice chest. Then when you go to get a bottle of your favorite beverage bring the coins back. Say, hey, I like that. The uh, trick or the beverage, Rodan? Both. They seem to go together perfectly. <laughs> well, I, I hope you like that trick, ladies and gentlemen. And until next time, this is Blackstone saying good magic and goodbye. Be with us next time when the world's greatest living magician, Blackstone, tells us the story of the underwater death and explains more tricks that you yourself can perform. Listen in again to Blackstone, the world's greatest living magician.